Okay, we are back with a new episode, and today it's talking about a point that's a little bit somber and a little bit sad. I'll try to get through it. I'm kind of an emotional being. Luckily, Tyler is here to give some concrete and direct tangible tools when talking about it. It is about driveway safety and just safety in general. First, I'm going to start off with a review, and it comes from Sarah E.U. So glad to have Ty and Hillary. This podcast is perfect for resetting expectations when it comes to my kiddos. I also think Ty and Hill are able to read my thoughts, as it seems every podcast is covering a concern I am currently experiencing. I also love the reminders I get from the podcast of all the things I am doing right as a parent. Too often, I feel as if I'm doing it all wrong, and the podcast provides me constant reminders that I got this. You do got this, Sarah, and I love to review it. Thank you so much for your kind words. It's always nice to know that we're reading your mind. (laughs) So moving on, a little bit more of a somber topic is about driveway safety, and this comes from, you know, something that happened this past weekend. Um with somebody at our girls' school. So Tyler is going to take it from here, and I'll be back in to do the recap. All right. So start with a little story tonight. As we hustled with our crew of five into church last Sunday, so as we hustled with our crew of five into church last Sunday, about five minutes late as usual, Father Bob was just finishing up talking to the congregation. His tone was somber And there was actually tears in his eyes, as there were everyone around us. It wasn't until about halfway through the Mass, when I was taking one of our hot laps with Callan around the front of the church, that I actually got into details from one of our friends uh, about the message that we missed at the start of the service. It turns out that a young preschool boy had been struck by a car while someone was backing out of his driveway the day prior, and he passed away. And he goes to the girls' school. Yep. And this little guy was five years old. Obviously, the news shook me to my core, just like it had everyone else. Especially as I was sitting there watching my little guy run back and forth in the hallway in front of me. Happy as could be, tears began to fill my own eyes as I imagined the tragic pain that his mother is currently going through. A life taken way too soon as a result of this accident, which could have been prevented. wanted to dedicate this episode of Behavior Buff to this little boy and his grieving family by bringing to mind the topic specifically of driveway safety, as there are some very crucial behaviors that you and your children can put in place to prevent a tragedy like this from striking in your own home. The main reason we started this podcast was to serve as many families as possible by helping them bring more joy into their home through the science of behavioral analysis. In this family's case, I'm not sure if we're gonna be able to bring any more joy, however, We do hope that we can ease some of the financial pain and stress associated with laying a young child to rest. There is currently a GoFundMe account that's been set up to assist with some of the costs, and we're going to attach that link to our show notes. If this story has moved you, or if you find some value in our content that we're sharing today, please consider making a donation. With spring just around the corner, warmer weather means more time for our kids to play outside, which is awesome. But after a few months of indoor play, the dangers of playing outside may have been forgotten, at least for us here in the Midwest. According to a few website resources, such as keepyourchildsafe.org and kidsandcars.org, around 2,400 kids each year 
or approximately 50 children a week are injured after being struck or run over by a car in their own driveway. That is a crazy statistic. Uh, So if you even break this down per week, this is about two children that die every week and every year from driveway rollover incidents. So as told, backing uh, back over and front over accidents account for 40 sorry, 64% of all non-traffic related auto fatalities involving young children each year. So the one common variable in all these incidents is that the children were either playing around the cars, in the cars, or somewhere on the driveway. Before we dive into addressing behavior you can teach your children, I think this all starts with us. So here are some behaviors that we as parents can begin to engage in, which will help reduce the risk of a rollover accident And all of these things literally take less than 30 seconds for us to do. So now we're going to go into a list of a few of those things. First off, never back out of your driveway in a rush. It doesn't matter how late to work you are. Those few seconds that you might save rushing to back out is not going to make a substantial difference. And this rushing behavior is really something that can be most commonly attributed to accidents. And ask yourself, what are a few more seconds compared to the life of a child. Another thing you could do is do a circle of safety sweep around your car before you leave your driveway. Make sure you check around each tire and underneath the car. This 30 second sweep could be a huge. If children are playing around your car as you're leaving, simply get their attention. Let them know that you're gonna be pulling out. By alerting them, you guys can make eye contact and everyone's aware that the car is gonna be moving. If the kids around you, if the kids are actually around you while you're pulling out, make sure that you have a constant eyesight on them. If you lose sight even for a second, just stop. If there are bushes and trees around your driveway that create a blind spot, trim them up until those sight lines are clear. And even right now with the weather still being a little bit cold here in Wisconsin, making sure that your windows are defrosted too so your sight lines are not obstructed at all. If you sit idle for just a few seconds to answer a phone call or check your Instagram, it's best to get out and maybe recheck behind because conditions can quickly change, especially when there are kids in the area. And this is one that I can think about myself doing a number of times. Um, it might just be best to do your checking before you get into the car. And then once you get into the car, get moving. Never leave your child unattended in a vehicle, even when completing just a simple errand or loading them up. Again, this is one that I have definitely struggled with in the past and I'm gonna make sure that I make a change here in the future. Never allow your child to play inside a vehicle and keep your doors locked. Always use your parking brake, especially if your driveway is in some sort of incline. Give a hand to the little ones. Hand-holding or even carrying toddlers is an absolute must in parking lots or driveways. Make sure you do it and it's not left to maybe your adolescent child to do it. Attempt to keep your children supervised at all times when they're outside. Again, as a father of three, I know the struggle of keeping your eye on all three at the same time, but really try to make a point to be engaged and present with them when they're playing outside. Not only will this keep them safe, but it also helps you stay mindful of your time with your kids and helps you enjoy it a bit more. So those are things that we can work on. Now let's go over some things that we can help work on with our kids. The first is teaching your kids what to do and not what not to do. That's gonna be the main theme here as we go through. It's really a theme with all behavior skills that we talk about. So this one specifically is teaching your kids where to stand and where is that safe area instead of where not to stand. When we tell kids exactly where it's safe to stand, they're gonna be a lot more likely to go to that area. Teaching them the dangers that are associated with cars is another huge one. 
even if they aren't on, a car can be really dangerous if it can get pushed into neutral and start rolling. If your child loves cars, help them engage in that love by maybe getting them a toy car and teaching them to play with that in a safe way. Attempt overall to limit play in the driveway. I know this is really tough, especially if you don't have another safe area that is full of cement or sidewalk chalk area, those types of things, but work on that. And if it is necessary and that's the only place where your kids can play, perhaps block off your driveway with some cones or another sort of barrier so that you make it very clear that this is a playing area and not a time for the driveway to be used to be going in and out. Keeping your driveway clear of balls and cars and toys are another way to make sure that your driveway stays safe because a lot of times it's gonna be that darting out in front to grab your child's favorite toy that could put them in the line of danger right at the wrong time. Work with your older children to identify when a car is backing up by helping them identify the combination of red and white lights. This is something you can role play. Having one parent stand, stand in the safe area with them where they can view the back of the car and another parent practice putting the car from park to reverse and then having your car your kids label what type of motion your, that car is going to be in by the lights on the back. So I know that was a ton of information about how we can be mindful of not only our own behavior, but also our kids' behavior. But any sort of prevention step that we can take is just one step further from that accident. So all of those points that Tyler made are definitely, definitely important. But I also want to bring to light that what this little boy's stepdad or dad did is not necessarily wrong and this is not putting him at fault for anything and it's just bringing to light more driveway safety for everybody else so a couple really crucial points that i got from tyler was number one never backing out of your driveway in a rush where you are going is never more important than the safety of those around you if you need to get somewhere on time, then it is your job to be prepared 15 minutes early because rushing and almost being detrimental to your life, somebody else's life is not more important to where you are going. So that was a really you know important point too that he said. And then if your kids are playing around the car as you're leaving, making sure you're getting eye contact with them and additionally creating that safe space that they stand in. So it Instead, like Tyler said, not telling them what not to do, like don't be by the car when I'm backing out. Instead, you can say, go in that spot in the garage when mom's backing out. So that is a really good idea too. And getting their attention, letting them know to go to that spot and you not backing out until you see all parties in that safe spot. Another one is if you're sitting idle, even just for a few seconds in your driveway with your car on, before backing out or before pulling forward, checking all areas again because you have been distracted on your phone. And you know, I, I don't even know if it's illegal now for you to be even on your phone idle in your driveway, um, but just making sure that you're checking all your blind spots again, doing a clean sweep. Another one uh, that Tyler really, really, you know, honed in on is if they are playing in the driveway, like set up some cones so people will not be able to pull in and out of the driveway. They'll just know like, oh, kids are playing here. There's cones set up. Like I'm not going to pull into the driveway instead of trying to pull in, motion to them to go to the side. You know, that's just a really, really easy way to do. And you can pick up cones at the dollar store for like a dollar a piece, which is really nice. 
Another really solid point that Tyler brought up is if you have older kids, letting them know and see the signs of when a car is backing up with the red lights or with, you know, the lights flashing, then they're able to know and help the younger siblings or younger kids that they're playing with to go to that safe space for them to be. So those are all of the points that we have for driveway safety. Again, you know, our hearts are hurting and it's it's been an emotional, I think, couple days at the girls' school. They have an amazing school and a really great support system. And we love um, the school that the girls go to and the family there. Everybody has pulled together to, you know, help this little boy's family and his mom. So again, if you are feeling inclined after listening to this to donate, we will link his GoFundMe in the show notes for the day. And, you know, as springtime's coming around, practicing driveway safety is always important. We love you guys and can't wait to be back and give you some more behavioral advice as we move forward. Have a great rest of your day. Bye for now.